Hey guys, this is Ralph Macchio. Hey, what's up y'all? This is William Zabka. You're listening to Cobra Kai Companion, the podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Cobra Kai Companion, and I am Peter. And I am Brianna. And we are back for an actual, well, I guess the intro is an actual intro, but the um, it's still a live stream because that's what we've been putting out as of late. Yeah, we kind of had to, um, you know, record an intro because the one that's on the video, <laughs> we messed the whole thing up. It, what was showing in the preview window wasn't what was actually going out to YouTube, and it was just a giant mess. Well, but. I'll probably cut that part out anyway. Um, oh, it, it's kind of funny to listen yeah. to, though. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, well, we have a conversation. If you uh, maybe just press play without looking at the title, we had the big three return to the show, to the podcast. We did a live stream with them. And, um, you know, thanks again to to the big three, not only for showing up, but they also surprised us with an appearance with one Billy Zapka and Ralph Macchio. That was something. It was quite something. And for it to be on the 36th anniversary of The Credit Kid. And I was magically 13 again and couldn't breathe and sat there crying. That, I'm... All of that happened. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I was and there. You'll, you'll, you'll hear it. It's fairly obvious when I start crying. Um so I apologize in advance for that. Well, it it was a lot of fun. I mean, um, the the huge news that came out today, other than the uh, 36th anniversary of the Karate Kid, um, also an announcement was made that Cobra Kai has finally been picked up, or you know, moving over to Netflix. So I think that was the the hope, um, yes. in my opinion, that made the biggest or the best business sense because maybe business isn't the right word, but it, this is. Uh, more accessible to um, everybody around the world. Uh, you know, 180 countries compared to teens, you know, with the other streaming platforms. Yeah. And I think if you could, if you could have, you know, polled the fandom at large and asked them their preference, I think Netflix would have come out the clear winner. Yeah. Um, if only for not just the huge audience that it already has built in because it's so established um, and competes with television networks and, you know, submits to the Emmys and submits to the Oscars and, and all of that, but the worldwide reach. Uh, so the fans that we know in Italy and Australia and New Zealand and Scotland and Brazil and... um you know, just all over, literally Canada, you know, there's, there's no Hulu in Canada. Mm -hmm. It just, just US. amazing. Yeah. yeah it, it, Netflix was absolutely the best solution. And I'm so excited that that's oh, the one they got. You and everyone else. I mean, once that announcement came out, we were able to announce this upcoming live stream. And I mean, I, we knew it would happen. We would get more subscribers, more followers. But it was hard as hell to keep up with all the all the notifications. I don't even know how these, you know, the the creators and the stars do it. Um, a lot of ignoring would be sure. My sure, guess. <laughs> I got to be honest with you. I've been doing that a lot lately. 
turn notifications off and just surf through. Um, I, I can't imagine doing it any other way. Yeah. I really can't. I know that none of them listen to it, but I want to give a shout out to where I work because uh, many people don't know. Uh, there, there might be like two people that knew uh, just by watching the video, but I was actually still at work on the clock. Um, you know, I want to thank management for giving me the, uh, the opportunity to do the live stream on an extended lunch. So, uh, but, but, you know, some guys are getting uh, a free lunch from me for the help that I got tonight too. So, uh, for those that were watching, they probably saw me and maybe heard me talk to some coworkers, but, um, yep. A little behind the scene there inside baseball, I think is the expression, but, yep. um, we had a lot of fun. Uh, we, Tried to, you know, we talked mostly about Netflix, really. Uh, there were obviously things that the um, TB3 was not able to disclose. And when Billy and Ralph came on, we, we couldn't really talk about season three. So we kind of went back and talked about, uh, went back and talked about, you know, some things from seasons one and two. Yeah. And um, it was just, it, it was an amazing experience i mean you were at work i wasn't but the the flexibility of my job is here it is one in the morning and i'm doing the work that i was supposed to be doing between nine and five uh yesterday because absolutely nothing happened between nine o'clock yesterday morning and <laughs> the live stream it was um i was just a little freaked out with some possibilities but I'm okay. That's good. And it was worth it. It was. It was. And uh, for those that didn't get to tune in, this is the live stream. And there we are. We are live. We're live. Uh, Waiting for the video to show up. Hang on just a second. Excellent connection. What is it doing? Come on. I'm watching it. Why is it not showing up? <laughs> oh my gosh. This video is private. What? Oh, do I need oh. to uh one second? I think second. we need to Hold give on. her uh, recording permission. Advanced sharing. Okay, who can share? All participants can share it. Um Whoop, hang on. Hang on. Okay. I've got to mute my iPad because we were feedbacking. We are up. There we go. Are we up? We're live? We are up. Are I don't live? know why the preview window is showing as private because I'm watching it on YouTube on my iPad. Hello, everybody. <laughs> We're here. Uh, Where are we? Peter. Uh, yeah. Do the so, intro. Here we, go. We, we screwed this whole thing <laughs> All up. All right. All right. So uh, for those that are tuning in and our new subscribers to our channel, uh, my name is Peter. Uh, along with me um, is my co-host, Brianna. Hello. Uh, we are the, hello there, uh, the, the animated picture. The um, We're the host of a podcast called Cobra Kai Companion. Uh, we've done episode reviews, interviews with cast members from Cobra Kai and also the original Kid movies. Uh, joining us today are the creators of Cobra Kai. Uh, big day for, for all of us uh, in this fandom. Uh, so welcome uh, John, Josh, and Hayden. Howdy, hey, everyone. Thanks for having us. Hey, everybody. Good to be hey, here. Hey, hey. Uh, well, first off, you know, uh, we all share a love for a specific movie. So happy 36th anniversary Credit Kid Day to you guys. Yes. yes. Um, Big birthday. Yeah, uh, indeed. Uh, so the obviously you guys are joining in to kind of 
give us a little bit more details. I, I'm sure there are things that you guys still cannot uh, disclose at this uh, at this time. But the big move to Netflix. When did this get rolling? Because uh, we know that Hayden went to Okinawa to do some last minute shootings in Okinawa. And the last thing we kind of heard before this lull is that um, season three was being edited and a trailer was coming soon. And that yeah. was it. Yeah. Well, soon after that, uh, we got a call. And, you know, some of you who saw some of the articles today. Uh, we got a call in mid-December. We're in the editing room. We're feeling great. We had a great season shooting. And we got a call from Suzanne Daniels from YouTube, uh, who uh, she's uh, the woman who's in charge of YouTube Premium. And uh, she's the woman who is responsible for greenlighting Cobra Kai. And she's been a great supporter all these years. And, uh, you know, after season two came out, we already started to see the rumblings of what was going on internally at YouTube and them stopping making... Uh, their premium fare, but they quickly greenlit us for a season three. We didn't ask questions. We started moving, started shooting. But over the course of the year, as we're shooting the show, and even when we were writing the show, we started to see the other series getting canceled, other series getting moved to other platforms. And it, we started to see the writing on the wall that uh, YouTube was sort of getting out of this business of premium content. So she said to us, you know, uh, I love the show. Everyone here at YouTube loves the show. The fans love the show. The critics love the show. So I've never had to make a call like this. But unfortunately, we're not going to be able to to make a season of the show after this. Uh, season three is going to have to be the last on YouTube. And we're excited to release it and everything. And like I said, we weren't completely shocked by this call. So our response was, thank you so much for everything that you've done. But we need to remind you that Cobra Kai never dies. And Cobra Kai is, uh, needs to continue on. So our, uh, our ask of her at that time was to give us and our, our team at Sony the opportunity to bring the show to other, uh, other potential platforms and see if we could find a new home that had interest in uh, potentially continuing the show for uh, hopefully years to come. And then and the reality is that, like, you know, there's a great movie in the in the 80s called The Money Pit. And uh, Tom Hanks and Shelley Long are building a house and they keep asking their contractor, you know, how long until it's finished? And every single person from the electrician to the plumber to the, you know, the the foreman just keeps saying two weeks, two weeks, two weeks. And I think everyone went into this. Oh, OK, this is going to be a an easy thing to extricate from one platform and bring to another and an optimism uh, of how fast things will move. So not that everyone thought we're gonna have, you know, hey, great news in two weeks and it's the middle of January, but uh, there was a sense of this this will happen fast um, because there was that expectation that the season is about to come out. But of course, then we end up in a global pandemic and, uh, you know, and 9 million reasons why that can complicate something uh, like this, especially as there was a lot of interest in it. It wasn't like, Sony was just talking with one single platform. Uh, so they took their time, they did it the right way. And, you know, we were thankful along the way that, you know, it wasn't like a fire sale um, and we weren't getting into business um, anywhere that felt like we weren't going to be able to continue to make the show we want to make. Uh, but at the same time, it was frustrating to us not to be able to communicate with the fans and, and say, look, here's exactly what's happening. Um, because, you know, there was just a professionalism of, letting Sony do their thing and, um, you know, let the business settle where the business needs to settle before we can kind of 
exhale and uh, and breathe the relief that we're all feeling today now that we have our new home. So now that it, um, you are free to talk, what what did, what did that feel like? I mean, with thousands of people coming, because we sat and we watched it <laughs> um, with all those people coming at you. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? When is it? What what kind of pressure was that like? I mean, I can't even. Imagine. I kept a list of the, the the most like you know angriest, virulent um, <laughs> fans, and I'm going to be giving that list to Netflix and asking them to um, to ban them from. Yeah, we've been there. Like we, you know, I, I'm the quiet one on social media, so so I did, I got it the least, um, and I didn't you know make any promises um, about how many weeks things would be hidden. Um, so um, <laughs> so <laughs> I. <laughs> I excuse me, excuse me. I never said how many. That's true. I, how many I weeks is weeks? Simply said that season three will be coming out in weeks. Um, now, how many weeks is weeks? This is a question that we've been asking for thirty-six years. So, mm-hmm. you know, we'll we'll have to find out. But uh, it, it's definitely one of those situations where you feel the fans' frustration, and we're fans too. I want you know we we made it and we watch it, and but we want fans to be taught there's so many things to talk about with season three there's a lot of a lot of you know images and moments and we can't wait for people just seeing what uh the fan base has done with the first two seasons i just can't wait till they get this content so we're just chomping at the bit for that moment so we're we're on the side of hey asap uh, let's get this out there. And, you know, we're we're just, we're on the, the same bandwagon. So we know where it's all coming from. But like Josh said, we had an active negotiation going on in the midst of a pandemic. And we're just like, I don't know what to say, <laughs> you know? Right? Yeah. So for, 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 yeah, for me, you know, it was, it was tough because I'm obviously the most vocal of the group when it comes to uh, social media. So it was a very tough six months for me in terms of like not being able to be upfront with people Uh, The one thing I can say is like anything that I said was the truth at all times or the truth that I believed. If I said something, it was because I had asked people, okay, what's the situation? Uh, You know, what can I say? And that was whatever I said was the belief of the people that I'm talking to at the time. Uh, So things sometimes changed and it made things more challenging. I think, uh, I think, I think going forward, we're going to just be, we're going to have to be more vague because like, it was the fan in us that gave any information out, you know, because we just are, we see people dying for for some sense of of the when. And like John said, you know, we maybe found out like, you know, and inquired about things. And at the end of the day, those things change. And, you know, we're, you know, so going forward, I think we're just going to play it safe. And, you know, it's the healed method. Just ignore everybody lovingly and equally. Just, you know, literally <laughs> ignore everybody. That um, kind of you're not being ignored. <laughs> I'm hearing of... you. I'm just, I'm just letting it, you know, I'm not saying anything to, to fuel the well, flame. The, uh, the one thing, the one thing that I do want to say though, is even when people like send angry messages, like I appreciate that. Like I'd rather people be upset that they're not seeing the show. I want people to be angry because that means they care. Like if they, <laughs> and they I apologize care. to you yeah. for that, John. I mean, most of those were me just, you know, I know, really over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> the more fans want to kill you, the more successful your show is. Um, <laughs> well, it, yes, exactly. No, but but uh, th- that's that's the whole plan with Star Wars right now. Um, no, the, the, the reality, I think, for us is we want this show to come out in the right way and this is a great situation for fans. That's one of the reasons why, you know, 
John and I, you know, are very active in terms of, you know, trying to get out people's YouTube pages and stuff like that, because we see there's this awesome community of fans out there. Um, despite the fact that YouTube premium had a much smaller subscribership than, you know, than Netflix and Hulu and any of these places um, that were vying for Cobra Kai, we already have this great community of fans. And while the show was in a limbo and we didn't actually know exactly where it was going, we, we, we liked the idea of keeping the community active. And it's frustrating because we don't have like the images to show and all of that, but it's, it's fun seeing people's, you know, theories and discussions. And we like the idea of getting engaged with that. And the fun thing is now that this deal with Netflix is happening, it's like, it's, it's going to be crazy. If you have a, a YouTube <laughs> channel or a, a podcast like you, Peter, I mean, it's, it's going to be fun to, you know, to see a, a huge, you know, new swarm of fans come in. Are oh, you if it's guys... anything like it was today, we're going to need some more help. <laughs> are, you, are, are you guys ready to jump from 85 million views in 12 months to potentially 85 million views in 12 days? Well, I, we're, 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 I think we're curious to see how many people are going to see the entirety of the show. Because the thing about you know having 85 million views, it's those are the episodes that are in front of the paywall. And so that's, you know, we know half of that are you guys. Uh, so we don't know how many people have actually seen it. But, <laughs> it know, might be me, you know, yeah, you never know. Exactly. But I, I think, you know, but at the end of the day, like in terms of who has seen both seasons all the way through, there are millions of people who have. We know we have a sense of what the numbers are, but it's nowhere near that 85 million. So I think what, what we're excited about is, you know, when we conceived of the show in the first place, this Stranger Things was already on the air. And our opinion at the time was we have a show that, People who love Stranger Things should love this show. People who love Karate Kid, which is an enormous thing, obviously, should love this show. And, you know, the, the toughest thing about being on YouTube Premium was there aren't that many people who are used to watching YouTube on their televisions to watch a TV show. And, uh, you, know, to, you know, when we conceived of the show, we thought of it as a Netflix show from the beginning. Our thought was, okay, hopefully we'll sell this to Netflix and we'll do it from there. And Netflix was really interested. It was tough to not go to Netflix that first time around, but YouTube went so aggressive and guaranteed us a full season of making a show without even seeing a script, something that you don't see in this business very often that, uh, you know, we went with YouTube and we're thrilled that we did because we've had a great experience making the show uh, to this point. And we, and one of the execs, one thing that we should say is one of the executives that we worked with at, at YouTube actually now works at Netflix and we're going to be working with him again. Oh. His name is Nathan Katata. Mm, that brings up uh, something that, that was in one of the articles today that was something that none of us knew. Um, and it said that you almost did this hey, last sure, year. So can you talk about what spurred that? What, why did, how did it fall through? Why did, why did you stay for season two? There wasn't, there wasn't a, uh, a major, as major an effort uh, last year. I think, I think things started to change with YouTube Premium's business model as it relates to Google's business model as a whole. And, you know, Sony was seeing that with, um, with some of the other shows. I know that, you know, on, on Becoming a God in Central Florida, um, uh, I'm not sure if that's a Sony show or not, but that, uh, that I ended think up, that is. I think it is. I think that ended up moving before it even aired um, on YouTube Premium. It started 
arted out. It was developed and filmed as a YouTube premium show. So there was this moment of um, of being extra cautious that we weren't going to be, you know, end up in the wind. Um, but it wasn't, you know, to this degree of, you know, standing around and waiting and, you know, meetings. And with, with this one, there was a legitimate, you know, us in a room or in a Zoom um, talking about the the show and and what it is and where it, where it's going um, and all the possibilities of the, of the universe. Um, that, that, that was also, kind of a, it also yeah. it also happened late in the game, if you recall. Like it was very yeah. late in the game. We were getting close to the release of the show, and it was like the timing didn't make any sense. And YouTube really wanted the show. They wanted to air it. And like like uh, you probably read, they wanted to air season three. And we were very grateful that they gave us the opportunity to move the show before airing it because you know that you only have one shot and you know we wanted to find the right moment to uh to give as many eyeballs to have access to the show as possible sooner rather than later so i think a lot of fans also kind of want to know uh if, if you guys can even speak on this but the transition from youtube to netflix do you guys uh, still kind of maintain the creative control yes yes uh i mean it's uh, it's one of the great things about this whole situation is we already have an established show. It's not, but I mean, you know, when you say creative control, it's the, we, ne you never even talk about those things. I mean, usually you're dealing with, you know, talented executives and, you know, uh, showrunners, you know, in this case, who've already made a show that, you know, has proven success. So, you know, it, it's going to be fun talking with some new executives, but like John said, some, uh, some of, you know, that we, one of the execs, Nathan Katata came over from YouTube. So some familiar faces and it's just, uh, we've always had a pretty good relationship with all the execs where we've worked and, um, we just anticipated being, you know, pretty much the same type of creative environment. Yeah, these, and they, and these guys are super know the fans show. Yeah. The show, and they know yeah. the show and they're fans of the show. Um, so, you know, we, we sensed that from the first time we, we met with the, the team that we're going to be working with over there. And, you know, in our experience, you know, the, a television executive or a movie executive is at their best when you're having a ton of problems and they're helping you, you know, solve those problems. And we've been fortunate, you know, not to have, you know, the other type of executive where, they're telling you what to write and how to do it. Um, you know, we've been largely not left alone, but um, but you know, we've had executives to lean on in moments where they're helpful to the writing, the schedule, you know, the, the hiring of of talent, um, and you know, we expect that type of relationship to continue um, unless for some reason we start phoning it in creatively and they need to give us a kick in the pants. But I don't see that happening. The culture <laughs> at Netflix is going to make us any different. You know, there's, this is not, you know, a, um, a controversial show and, and the, the aspects of the show that deal with political correctness. I think the people at Netflix get that stuff and, and like that. And it's part, part of what this show makes the show fun is, seeing things from Johnny's point of view. And, and, and so I think all that's, you know, going to stay the same. Um, and, you know, we're just trying to always make the show better and, and hopefully they'll just keep everything that was good about Netflix going, or rather everything that we had good going at YouTube going. Uh, speaking right. about the, the culture of Netflix, you know, and, and you mentioned stranger things uh, earlier, uh, Stranger Things is a huge show is a phenomenal like hit out of nowhere and articles were written about you know it tied into 80s nostalgia 
And that was why people related to it so well. That's definitely what pulled me into it because I was like Elle's age in 1983, right? So mm-hmm. I can see myself being her. So um, you guys are actually coming to this. You're not going to call back to the 80s. You literally are the 80s. <laughs> and yeah. where Ralph was a plot point on season three of Stranger Things, he's the star of your show. Exactly. Yeah. So I actually see this with a good marketing team behind it, bigger than Stranger Things. Well, you know, it's hard to be bigger than Stranger Things. Uh, But if we are great, you know, that would be amazing. But I think if we were if we're half as big as Stranger Things, if we're a quarter as big as Stranger Things, then that's great, too. we, We were happy being, you know, being able to make the show that we were making at the at YouTube originals, you know, where you didn't have the audience that we had and, and you never had a shot to be on that kind of uh, that zeitgeisty level of a Stranger Things. So, you know, it's, you know, this anything between here and there is is just gravy, you know, to yeah. being able to make the show. The big thing is we know that there's a huge global fan base for the Karate Kid. We know it. Not just because, you know, Kiara um, on uh, Facebook, who's been amazing, you know, but they, <laughs> so many other uh, great um, fans of the Karate Kid all over the world that have no idea that the show exists. And now not only is it going to be available on one of the major platforms that people use in foreign countries, it's going to be dubbed in those languages. That That's a big barrier to entry um, for uh, for a lot of foreign fans. So just like overnight there's a huge, you know, crowd of people that get to see this, you know, that they get to experience what fans have been experiencing for the past couple of years. And it's gonna be fun to kind of watch that, you know, happen all over again. But you guys are the OGs. We all, we've been referring to like the current fan base as the OG Cobras right now. Like, you know, we're all like in this like, you know, large but small group at the end of the day. Well, you guys have to like hunt, you have to go into the jungle and go on a treasure hunt to like find the show. And, you know, you found it and you've been living with this box in this cave. And now we're going to the mountaintop and we're going to open it up and, you know, beautiful, like, you know, demons of splendor are going to come out of it. And it's going to be lovely. (laughs) With the way the season two promotion went with the dojo versus dojo marketing, it seemed to bring so many people in. And I was worried then that the tone of fandom and your interaction with us, because, I mean, honestly, back to when I first found John on Twitter, I think you had like 2,500 followers or something at the time. And um, like, you put it out there. It, well, it, because because it was, you know, it was so, so super small. And when you would do the Q&As, it was like the same 12 of us asking questions repeatedly. And then it got to the point where there were so many questions you couldn't answer them all. Um, No, it's 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 been fun watching the growth of it. You know, uh, our intent is to continue uh, engaging. And now that there's uh, now that we can at least say where where the show is going to be, I expect us to be more engaged than we have been now. Sometimes we're insanely busy, whether we're in the writer's room or we're on set and we're working on other projects. So, you know, sometimes it's hard to find the time, but, you know, I'm always looking for those opportunities to engage and, and do Q and A's and things like that. And 
you know, over the last, you know, several months, there have been times where I've wanted to do a Q&A and felt, oh, like I'm not going to be able to say anything because I have this big secret that's uh, hanging there. So, you know, I did less of them, but uh, I'd expect, uh, you know, a little bit more interaction. The, the, other, the other thing that should be very exciting to the current fans is Netflix is now going to gain control of our social media handles, you know, which have basically been, you know, the lights have been turned off since around December. So our main- yeah. December 8th. Uh, yeah, yeah, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And so as soon as, you know, uh, Netflix kind of takes charge with those things, you know, that, that's, where, um, that's where things get fun for the fans and a lot of the stuff and the activity can be amplified. You know, a lot of this, a lot of, um, you know, the activity that you see, you know, it's just, it's all homegrown, but you can, um, you can really build a community through the official channels. And one of the first things that, you know, one of the things we are going to be talking about to Netflix is how we have this great community now on YouTube because of YouTube, you know, and uh, also on all these other platforms or rather all the other social media out there and take what's there and really build it. And so if you're you know, producing content that's Cobra Kai related, you know, we're going to do our best to make sure that that gets amplified um, by the, the social media handles. So, you know, the more that everybody promotes everybody, um, it's, it's going to lead to just a richer community, more, more followers, bigger discussions, and it should be fun. And more and fan more art. Which is a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There I was going to say, like, I can promise that. Me. Love it. Yeah, my, my social media involvement will definitely not dip below where, where it is right now. So um, it, it'll <laughs> definitely not be any lower than it is. So. I think he's going to get the bug. I think Josh is going to get the bug. I he's promise. Gonna, he's gonna I did this morning. It, it, took, it, took the show, it took the show going to Netflix for me to uh, have to create a channel on uh, YouTube in order to comment on uh, Cobra Kai Kids um, live stream because there was another Josh Heald in there. And uh, and I think I threw him for a loop and uh, introduced a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of anxiety. It's funny because Cobra Kai Kid didn't think that the real Josh was Josh because he was like, oh, this guy's Steve Martin troll, you know, <laughs> and the irony is like Josh was kind of trolling him a little bit, the real Josh. So it, it, you can understand why it was why there was a mistake there, but it was fun. Okay, so speaking um, of trolling, well, I have to jump in real quick. I have to ask, okay. because the debate has been raging, Marty started it, go figure, which of you is the Dark Lord of Cobra Kai? I say Josh. My vote has always been Josh, uh, because he's the quiet know, one. I don't know about that. Josh, Josh just looked up at Hayden. Amy's, Amy's uh, vote know, has always where, been Hayden. It, yeah, it's hard to say. I know on my screen the person is right here, um, so I don't know that, where that's they Peter are. That's Peter on, pointing on to Peter screen. on my screen. No, well, he's that's... pointing to you on mine, so that's what uh, that's what everyone's pointing. That's on on the stream. Same. He's pointing to you. It's definitely one. It's definitely one out of the three. Let's put it. That it's way. one of okay. the three. Of oh, okay. Us, that that's, that totally that's settles fair. it. Absolutely. Yeah, I got it. Um, I now, I think it was EW that talked about possible spinoffs now that it's going to Netflix. Can you guys elaborate on that? So just, you know, simply with that, uh, th one of the frustrations that we had when we were at YouTube was very quickly they were leaving this business of making these types of shows. So even after season one, you know, if we wanted to start engaging and having any sort of conversations about other types of shows, it was just a non-starter. It was something that couldn't happen over there. 
Um, in terms of at Netflix, there's nothing official going on in terms of future series. But when we did have meetings with them and the other platforms, we did talk about, excuse me, we talked about our desires to do more shows in the in the Miyagi verse. You know, we love uh, we love making the show. We love the Karate Kid. We love we have ideas that are beyond Cobra Kai. Um, so. At, at least if you're at a place like Netflix, those kinds of conversations can happen and happen in a productive way. Um, and, you know, we've talked about certain things that, you know, people have enthusiasm for, but that doesn't mean that it's going to happen or, uh, or not. But it's at least an option. It's something that we can pursue and that could happen in the future and that we certainly will be making efforts to pursue well, I mean going what we do when we're not writing Cobra Kai is thinking about the Karate Kid and Cobra Kai. So, you know, we have a lot of interesting backstory and st that, that's why, you know, when people ask us how many seasons, we usually say at least blank, whatever number we give, because, you know, it's about loving this movie and wanting to see what happens next. And if you have a good idea for that, you know, we never want to limit ourselves to that. Um, but when it comes to, you know, other shows or content or movies or anything like that, you know, they, just look at what we're doing right now. It is in some sense a, a spinoff of the Karate Kid. We took one of the characters and kind of built a world, a very familiar world with a lot of the same characters, but with some different perspectives. And so, you know, the, we, th we just think there's a lot of potential and it's something that we think about a lot. So, you know, it's, it's certainly, you know, with, you know, if, if the show becomes as successful as we all hope it is, those things become possibilities. And we're... Yeah, there's that expression, you know, like, hope for the best, plan for the worst. Um, you know, we, we plan for the best. You know, we want to see this show be enormously successful in this move. And part of that is having some ammunition um, in, our, in our writer quills. So, you know, if they say, okay, you know, it's it's doing at least this good and maybe, you know, hopefully this good. Uh, what else you got? Um, you don't want to say, ah, oh, geez, um, we haven't really thought about it. You want to be ready to ready to go with, uh, with where you're going from there. Well, the chat yeah. is already very enthusiastic about a Bert and Nathaniel odd couple spinoff. Spin and of course, did somebody it, give that away already. Did Owen start that or uh, Owen? Uh, no, Owen asked for just Bert specifically. And then okay. everyone else <laughs> wow. was, um, I just want a Nathaniel and Bert action figures. What I want. That would be awesome. Um, that would be so Since there's the great. future of Miyagi-Do and Cobra Kai. Count me. And uh, then of course, uh, Lynn, yeah. you know, homeless Lynn has well, of a, a spinoff all you of her. Have her. Yes. She's yeah. got a whole community. Yes, she does. She, <laughs> does. she really it's does. It's pretty awesome. This is in no relation to YouTube, but um, I'd imagine this has no effect on your guys' show, Obliterated. No, no. So Obliterated, yeah, we're that we are very excited about that. Listen, believe it or not, there are things that we do think about outside of Karate Kid. Maybe Hayden's <laughs> only thinking of Karate Kid, but that we're thinking uh, of other shows, and we've been uh, we've been working on uh, Obliterated. Uh, th that show is. It's awesome. We're so excited for that show. Uh, you know, very different tone. Very, very, you know, R-rated, you know, mentality. Um, you know, very Michael Bay in, in its style and, and scope and, and where it goes in terms of, you know, this is the, the big dreams part before we end up in production and make certain uh, compromises. But uh, we're really excited uh, what that show has in store. That's a show that, you know, COVID certainly uh, hurt us in terms of our momentum, in terms of getting that going. So 
uh, there's a lot of creative that's done on that show already. That's, that's ready to go. And, uh, you know, we'll see, uh, uh, just how quickly we're able to get that up and running. Right. Because that, that was supposed to take place in Vegas, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Now, um, do you guys know anything about like, um, I think it was just maybe last month or a couple of months ago that, uh, Kid was available on Netflix, I believe, and it had been taken down. Any word on that coming back on at all? Uh, I don't, we haven't, we haven't had those discussions yet. I mean, obviously, you know, it makes sense to have it up there and we'll, we'll talk about that stuff, but, uh, I think they, they'd like, I'm sure they'd like to, I mean, they, they, the reality is like the licenses for where the Karate Kid movies go, um, you know, they usually end up in a, a block of time for, you know, a certain network or streaming platform, uh, where there's a, you know, a window of exclusivity. Um, so I'm sure, you know, the marketing minds over there, uh, know that it's a, uh, it's good content to have, uh, as a companion, um, to, to drop the name of, uh, where we are right now. Uh, Thank but I don't you. know, uh, we don't, we don't have any, <laughs> any business insight into whether or not they, they actually have it, um, time-wise. Well, just things that, yeah. you know, we picked up in general out in the public because we do this, um, mm-hmm. just it, people go deep diving for strange things. Like we found the season two release on iTunes by accident. I think it may have been Mike, uh, Pivor that noticed it. It just showed up one day and he was like, Hey, this is there. Um, and I don't know if the timing coordinates or if it was an accident. It's just when the license expired, but Sony yanked the cartoon from Amazon right about the same time that the negotiations started. All the conspiracies yeah. about that are true. Um, they are. I'm joking. Okay. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> there's nothing. We, you know, they, there's not a lot of coordinated. You know, like I, I, some things are just random. You know, like a movie like Karate Kid could pop up anywhere, and and you know, all these this content comes and goes to different places, and sometimes you'd think, oh, there's a method to the madness, and no, it's just. And and Sony is a big place. You know, we we work uh, mainly in the TV side of things over there and the the movies are handled by a completely different division. Um, And there is some overlap in terms of branding and marketing. But for the most part, um, there are there's a degree of separate agendas um, that, you know, are sometimes brought together in a moment of serendipity. Um, speed of serendipity, was there any conscious decision for the news to come out today on the 36th anniversary of Karate Kid? I think I think it was just kind of coincidental that it happened around this time. And once it happened around this time, that day was picked because it was like, oh, you know, it's a good um, just. Happened. Yeah, we weren't sitting on this for weeks. Um, it, it happened very, very, very recently. Um, and uh, and it was like, all right, wait, you know, X amount of more hours and you get the, the cool solstice lining up. Yeah. yeah, it was it was it was beautiful just because there's you guys were doing the 36th anniversary posts and then right at the end here comes this. Yeah. It, it was a beautiful flow. Fantastic. Yeah, was- you guys social media masters. I cannot yeah. wait for Cobra Kai series to wake up again. I've been poking it with a stick. Since <laughs> that, that'll be fun. That, it was I, that was a really fun thing for us to watch as people were questioning why is this quiet? It, it, one of the things that was really fun for us was like it was fun and surprising was no one predicted what was going on. There was all this, all this time where everybody was wondering, when are we getting this? When are we getting this? And no one was, was speculating as to exactly what happened. And then it took, it was a few weeks ago or maybe about a month ago where, where I saw somebody post exactly what was happening, that we were shopping the show around, that they realized that YouTube had 
you know, stopped everything else. Uh, but for, for months, no one was picking up on that. So it was interesting. But I do want to say, I see there's a couple people just sort of popped up in my Zoom feed. So I'm just going to just check who's here. I don't know what's going on. Hold on. I'm sorry about that. One second. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. Where are you, Billy? Oh, hey. Are you at the dojo? Wait, the wait, dojo. wait, let me see where he is. <laughs> wait, oh, there he is. <laughs> there he is. He's got some light going. I got to get the light hey. on. Hold on. I, I'm, I'm like delayed really quick. Are you guys talking to that guy? Where we are? <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Are we, are we so, on live? Right? Yeah, we're live. We, we are live. Right this is exciting. We are live. So, uh, Peter and Brianna, I don't know if you're familiar with these two guys. I've been listening to the whole thing. I have, I've memorized everything. Oh, did you? Did you? I've heard of well, them before. Yeah. Um, well, um, thank you for gracing us with you guys' presence. I mean, I don't know what to say, but happy anniversary to the release of the Karate Kid. First off, right. thirty-six years. 36 years and, and you, you guys still look today. like you were I'm trying. yeah exactly thank you. Thank um, you so much. i well i want to thank you guys for for coming on um because uh billy i oh, i met both of you guys a couple years ago here in portland and uh i told you about the podcast and, and the interviews and you said one day that you guys would come on the show and and here we are so thank you so oh, much only, only when we go to netflix it was all about that's <laughs> <laughs> all it took that's all it took hey Sorry, I knew it was going to be this day. I, we were we had a premonition this day was coming. We wanted to save it for now. Yeah. On the 36th anniversary, it's a perfect day for it. Yeah, we knew it was a 36th anniversary. We'd be going to Netflix. We all saw this coming. Yeah, the stars I mean, have aligned, and they're perfect and beautiful. Yeah, well, I, like, I like your. You, you you like that? She she has a Cobra Kai one too, actually. Very nice. Yeah. Um, well, how are you guys doing? Are you, do you guys do any uh, any kind of celebration for this particular anniversary? This is it right here, man. No, this is it. You guys are celebrating it with us. We had a nice celebration last week uh, when, we, when we got the word about Netflix. And that, that, that was fun because, you know, like the fans, I mean, we, we've been in a limbo, you know, kind of waiting for the right moment to happen. So that was fun last week. Right, guys? It was great. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, to celebrate the 36th anniversary uh, you know, you, you move to the biggest streaming platform in the world. So that was our, that's how we, that's how we uh, chose to celebrate today. It's amazing. And if you think John's time. getting it on, uh, on social media, I mean, imagine being Ralph or uh, William walking down the street and uh, you know, where, where, where is it? You know, where's the, where's the season? What's going yeah, on? That has been, um, you know, part of the challenge the last uh, five or six months. Um at least, right? It's a it's been a long time. Yeah, it's been about six but, months. Um, what do you guys? You know, how, how do you get out of that? I, 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 I even, Billy, Billy never, Billy just never went out. But the pandemic helped. <laughs> believe it or not, yes. the pandemic, the masks, the gloves, the hat. You get yeah. in and out of the grocery store a little quicker. But yeah. um, you know, it was. Uh, you know, yeah, the actually the that's the one good thing about the masks is going to the grocery store and being like, you know. Yeah, kind of, yeah. kind of blending in a little bit more. Yeah, it's it's nice to just stand in line and like you know. So that's been a blessing of this whole thing. But yeah, I mean, it's been uh, what three months of just lockdown. I've been with my kids, teaching them homeschool, and 
running a day camp and riding bikes and swimming. And I mean, it's been, uh, you know, it's been nice on that end. And then we've all had, you know, hope that uh, Cobra Kai was going to march on and it just needed the right home. And we all believed and felt that that right platform was out there and that eventually it would come together. And with a lot of hard work and some great people and um, working hard at it, here we are, man. And, and it's day one. It's super exciting. Have you guys been included uh, with a lot of the talks about this transition? Like um, I was just speaking to John, Josh and Hayden about the, the spinoff that we read in an article. Have you guys been informed of any possibilities of, uh, we know that there's a four issue comic book currently. Um, have you guys thought about the possibilities of other things beyond the show Cobra Kai? Well, I mean, we've all been kept up to, I mean, Bill and I have been kept up to speed throughout, you know, we've always been as much involved as we could possibly be. But uh, there's, I mean, the exciting thing about the Netflix of it all is the, the broad reach they have globally and all the opportunities that hopefully will come from that if people come to the party like you guys did, um, you know, and help create this fandom and just build upon that. I think it's, you know, it, it could, it feels like the sky's the limit as being an optimist, uh, but, uh, and it's, it's kind of cool to sort of had your out of town run and now you're on Broadway, you know, you know, you've had it, it's just, you've had your base that's just been awesome. And now we uh, have a, have a, you know, can reach further and wider. And so all that feels really exciting and who knows where it can go and, other ideas that the guys have or Billy and I might have together or separately. Um, it feels like a day with a lot of great opportunity. That's for sure. I can, I can, we can't say, I mean, can't say anything official, but there are more fun things in the works, you know, things like the, the, the comic book that came out in the past. There, are, there have been things that we've been working on that we can't talk about that at later dates, you know, we'll, we'll find out. And so there's a lot of potential this season, this year, let's just say for, the show to you know not just blow up on netflix but to have some of that kind of fun merchandise that comes with it if you're a fan so um so you'll stay tuned for more you know info on that yeah i was gonna say brianna you've been pretty quiet uh the last couple minutes uh you still there she, i'm should here I text her to see if she's okay okay i'm here <laughs> i'm breathing um it, <laughs> it just uh it just occurred to me this past weekend uh it being father's day actually i was supposed to see you guys up in um what was it oh, olympia was, or puyallup father's day was like washington state right that's yeah i, I was supposed to go to that, that. i'm like yeah it's father's day i can't go to this one okay maybe we'll yeah. go I said, billy you going it's father's day he goes yeah maybe <laughs> i'll go okay let's go <laughs> yeah sholo uh, and peyton was supposed to go too i believe right 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 so that yeah was, and uh, um the 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 kansas city was the one that I was supposed to go to. That was the one, the first one that was canceled, um, was the last weekend in right, March. Right, it was the first one that was canceled. Yeah. The thing, the, the cool thing about those is with a show like this, um, it it's such a, um, one feeds the other, you know, and, see, and connecting with the fans, just like we're doing right now on a show that is made by the fans for the fans is really uh, unique. Um, or maybe not unique, but not always the norm when you're when you're uh, you know telling stories through, through television and film. And in this case, there is that, and that's exciting. Um, I would say ask uh, Billy and Ralph, uh, what has been some of your favorite um, 
things of yourselves, artwork, action figures, things of that nature, uh, ever since uh, the inception of Cobra Kai a, a couple years ago. I don't know. I like the socks. I like, they had some Cobra Kai <laughs> socks. Those are cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's always a trip to see a new bobblehead or a doll or a pop or a T-shirt or a sock or a belt or a pin. I mean, you know, it's it's. Uh, I, I just get a good chuckle out of it. You know, I, I, I don't. You know, and I keep them if someone gives them to me. You know, uh, Is that I like a hint? my my favorite thing is Ralph's bobblehead. That's my that's my trophy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I've ever given you one, Billy, and I'm feeling a little guilty about it. <laughs> but you'll probably leave roundhouse kick the head off, and then no, I'll have no. another one. Well, we, no, we are I, I still have... waiting for the bobblehead in the Mets uniform. We have one in the Islanders yeah, uniform. Know. Yes, that's true. We're trying to uh, we're trying to get sports back, and we're trying and, to yeah. get the cute little chibi version of Johnny holding a motorcycle. Right. To go with the one of Crease holding the snake and Daniel holding the trophy oh, because yeah. they're adorable. Oh, <laughs> and then as, far, as far as the fan art, um, sometimes we see the stuff that, that is done by the fans. And we, we, uh, I remember having a conversation with, with John about, like, how can we take what these fans are doing just, like, teach the marketing department how cool this is? <laughs> like, you know, and not that I think that the, 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 the art as to be to behind me, or, uh, I think it has been good. But it's taken a lot of work, and the fans get it like right off the bat. And yeah. they're really exciting to see that stuff. The the yeah. the, um, the blended posters and just conceptual ideas. It's it's really awesome. Yeah. Billy, do you print out any of the posters yourselves if you like them? Um, well, one of our members created something, and we heard that you asked to have YouTube removed from the poster. I did not. Oh, okay. Rick did. Who did? Okay. Rick. Oh, okay. Well, I did see a, I did see a cool, a, a couple cool posters. Yeah, I've seen a lot of cool art. Okay. I don't have them though, but you know, if somebody hands them to me, I, I dig them. But I don't have room for all of them, you know. But I, but they're all, they're all awesome. I love seeing okay. what they come up with. I mean, I think I saw one with the. Are you talking about the, um, the car on the beach one? Yeah. 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 I saw that and I'm like, that's legit. Like that looks like a that looks like a movie poster. I mean, that was like, great. That was great. It was really, really good. You know. So there's some. I mean, the artists are out there. I mean, what it's amazing is the imagination and the people and the fans are so connected to the show and the character and the themes and they just seem to nail it in these different pieces. I love all of it. So send me them. <laughs> we'll, we'll do. Um, John, Josh, and Hayden, uh, can you speak to so with, with the Netflix and more pub publicity and promotion? Um, is there going to be like opportunity for more of? I, I don't know how the inside works, but is there going to be opportunities for like other cast members or more of the crew to show up at cons and things when we kind of go back to what we kind of remember as being normal? I, I think I think it's that last part that you just said. I mean, you know, publicity itself is kind of changing by the day so you know we'll see what we know is it's you know it's it's a much bigger stage so it it's just without doing anything being on the stage you you, you get a lot more people watching it and and we are going to be put i mean we feel like after you know the the two seasons that we have there's so much uh rich potential we love all our cast members we've always talked to youtube about 
um, making the you know younger actors and the storylines you know a, a big part of the marketing. And I think that this is one of those shows that that there's different ways to market it too, and different audiences to to kind of tap into. And I think that you know hopefully there's potential to do all of those things. You know, we're just in we literally just made yeah. Netflix, so we're just starting to talk now about you know this show and the fan base with them in a, in a deep level. And, you know, we're, we're, one of the things we're definitely going to tell them is how we already have this built in fan community and how do we build that up and build off of it so that the we know there's a lot of just untapped. Yeah. There's a lot of untapped potential in terms of, you know, who is being utilized, you know, with publicity and marketing and, and utilizing just the, the, you know, the, the stage in front of you and all the ancillary platforms in terms of, podcasts, video blogs, you know, like all, all sorts of um, everything, basically. And the good news is, you know, we don't know what, you know, what exactly is going to happen with, with any of that, because this is brand new, but we are with a, you know, a streaming platform, a distributor that has a lot of experience with all of that. And those will be easy conversations to have and easy material to get up off the ground. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of the, the, the comic cons and that kind of thing. I think we're looking forward to a time when uh, those are back up, uh, back up and running again. And, you know, uh, I think you even saw recently, like you were saying that, you know, Sholo and Peyton were supposed to be at one. And I know Sholo and Jacob have done some. So my, my expectation is that as time goes on, you'll see more of the cast members uh, appearing at, uh, at conventions going forward, especially with uh, such a, a bigger stage. What about the um, three of you? Because you guys have a fan base all your own. We'll do. Wait, we'll do all the the sweaty uh, handshakes and hugs. You know, we're not afraid. You no, know? we're, we're, we're out there. With, we'll with... be wearing masks the whole time. But uh, <laughs> no, I, I think no, I, I think we look forward to the opportunity to do more of that stuff. And whenever we get to go to a comic con, it's always really fun. But we're always like whisked in, we do a bunch of interviews backstage, we're on stage, and then we have to leave and go to something else. And that's really fun. But, you know, uh, Hayden and I, uh, for one of the Harold and Kumar movies years ago, we were there and actually got to interact with a bunch of fans. And that was just a really fun experience. So it's something that we would definitely uh, look forward to doing in the future. It really just it's really a function of having the time. We're, we have, uh, yeah, we have a lot of stories in terms of, you know, how these episodes take shape from the, just the idea, you know, in the ether to the writer's room discussion, to the production practicality, to the day of the shoot, to finding something in editing, to how music makes it different um, and, and to how fans interpret it. And, you know, that's a, that's a long conversation that could be an interesting conversation to have with fans who want to sit there and, and have that kind of discussion. Um, so I think that's probably where, you know, our future would, would lie in a, in a fun way, um, attending a con, not just sitting there and, and waving, uh, because there's, you know, people who are, are, are more exciting for the fans to meet than, than the three of us. But, but for us to have, you know, that kind of discussion and, save some nuggets that we haven't talked about before um, for moments like that. Brianna, you've been a little quiet. Do you have uh, any questions there? No, but I'm going, I, I've, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to do it again. Hayden told me that I was going to do, and I'm going to do it again. Um, <clears throat> I have been in love with this movie, this franchise since 1983. Um, 
I, the first time I saw it, I was standing next to a fence outside of a drive-in because I couldn't afford to get in. So I didn't hear everything, but I have been completely in love with it since then. So to Billy and Ralph, I apologize. Um, you both were on my wall for years. Ralph, you had a bunch more than Billy did, but you were both there. Um, <laughs> and um, for you guys to bring this back, I was afraid to watch it when it first came out. And then my son told me and my husband made me watch it. And I saw you two's names as executive producers. And that's when I knew it was not going to suck. Because I knew you two wouldn't come back just to screw it up. Well, so, me and Ralph have the final say in everything, so. Well, yeah. you, 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 <laughs> you sit up there that doesn't come through here. Yeah. So uh, to you yeah. two, thank you. To John, Josh, and Hayden for bringing it back to me, to everyone, yeah. to giving it to a whole new generation. To John for finding my stupid poster and starting me on this crazy um, magic carpet ride for the last year and a half. And I'm going to say thank you, and it's not nearly enough, and it never oh. can be. <laughs> well, we, we appreciate all of that. And, uh, you know, we, we consider ourselves part, you know, Hayden, Josh, and I consider ourselves part of this Karate Kid fandom. And, you know, we happen to contribute to the fandom by making the show Cobra Kai. But, uh, you know, you guys contribute, and I'm sure many of the people who are in the stream, I can't see any of the comments right now because of what I'm looking at. Uh, but, you know, we know there's so many people out there that love uh, Karate Kid the way that we do and love Cobra Kai the way that we do. And uh, we appreciate all, everyone else's efforts. You know, when we saw that poster, uh, kind of like Ralph was saying earlier, we're like, wow, that's amazing. Like that, I, if, if like we were in a marketing meeting and someone came to us and said, this is the poster for the season, we would be flipping out. So it's a gift for all of us to have such talented fans who are on their own making, you know, professional quality uh, materials that help promote our show and promote, uh, you know, the work that we're doing. So we're grateful for it. So, you know, keep it coming because we'll keep sharing it because we, uh, we love it. And, uh, you know, the podcast, I just want to say, Peter, you know, a, a fun thing for us is, you know, you've interviewed so many people, uh, you know, cast members, crew members, uh, that uh, it was fun for us because we're, we're working all the time on the show. So, you know, some of the cast members who you have on there are people that we get to talk to for a few minutes here and there and we get to direct, but we don't get to know as well as we do while listening to your podcast. So uh, it's, uh, you know, we're all kind of in this, you know, same fandom uh, enjoying each other's work. Well, I appreciate that. Um... I mean, and thank you guys for the for the show and uh, Josh Heald for writing Hunt Up Time Machine and getting Billy. You know, he shares that story too. Getting me out of that uh, clock off the bed. <laughs> Josh Heald calls up. All of a sudden, they're calling me up for Hot Up Time Machine, John Cusack movie. I'm like, what? This can't be real. I went and met Josh and Steve Pink, and that was awesome. Man. That That's was crazy. I that that was Josh. literally, you know, because, yeah, you met John Hayden on set that yeah. day you know, because it, it was a reshoot. It was, we were, we were, Fixing the middle of the movie um, because sometimes a movie, you know, with the words "hot tub time machine" and it might have a problem um, that needs fixing somewhere. And uh, the the series of band aids that were done uh, relied upon, you know, this 
this guy making this bet and uh, and continuing the idea of let's put everybody you know that we idolized in the '80s in this movie, uh, you know, from Chevy Chase to Cusack to Crispin Glover, um, offered it to Billy and came in and uh, and said, "Can I can I have this mustache?" And we're like, "I, I was hoping you would say that," and, and yeah. that was you know the rest is history. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that was the beginning of some stuff. Uh, that was Billy. What was it like? I think I was 10 years ago, right, Josh? Yeah, was, that was, uh, it was, it came out in 2010. So that must have yeah. been like the very, very end of 2009. Yeah. 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 Um, Billy, what was it like to work with uh, Diora Baird again? Um, I'll answer that, but I have a feeling that it's, I'm starting to give away that I'm not really at Miyagi Do the way I'm dissolved. I mean, at Cobra Kai. <laughs> like, uh, Diora is amazing. I love Diora. We, I mean, we worked on Hot Tub together. It was just, I mean, they're like, wait till you meet her. She's incredible. And we just had a ball on that. And it lasted, you know, an afternoon. We shot it and that was it. Um, and they told me that she was coming back uh, to play Johnny's ex-significant other. It was uh, it was an instant, oh, that's awesome. And then working with her again, I mean, she's really a good actress. You know, mm -hmm. she's got some chops and she's she's endearing and she's transparent. She's funny and she's she gets it and... Um, it's been great. I love her. I mean, we've had a great time working with her. So I, I was thrilled with that. I think it's funny that my character in Hot Tub was Rick Steelman and that's his wife. And like, how did Diora Baird become like my, my on-screen significant <laughs> other in some twisted fashion, you know, like in Hot Tub and now she's- just, Series of dysfunctional relationships. That was, yeah. that was, you know, it, it, it wasn't know, like just, it yeah, it wasn't just reaching into the past and saying, oh, let's do this. You know, Diora was really um, somebody we wanted uh, for the role of Shannon, which is a very complicated role to cast because you're asking someone to step right into a show, not knowing if if you're going to get to the the later seasons where you get to to see a little bit more depth of character and and accept that you're playing this very flawed um, mother um, and and ex um, and uh, you know there there was a a trust that she put in us and you know joining you know Billy back on screen again that that made that work but uh it was it was really kismet it was uh it was quite by accident that we uh that we repaired them so i have a question for ralph are you looking forward to being more of a presence on netflix than just a picture in a magazine like uh -huh. you were last year that's right well i just hope I, I hope we have as much success as that that little show um yeah yeah that was um that was, uh, it was, you know, I, I wonder, you know, usually you have to approve those. And maybe when we were shooting season two, that went across my desk, like, are you cool? I'm like, who's going to say no to the reference picture in Netflix? But I basically, you know, I just got a zillion people that just my, I was blowing up like, what, what, what do I get? What, what happened? You know, it was, it was, you it were was, an actual plot point. A plot point and the a two girls were discussing their crush yeah. on you. Oh, I know it. I've seen it. It's been sent to me. It's great. It's all, it's all good. And we met. We've met those kids. Uh, those, um, you know, all those all those actors at a couple of the bigger comic cons. So um, it was kind of fun. I'm sure they had a, a good time. You know, with that. It's always good to be relevant. <laughs> it's always good to find a way uh, back in. But uh, fun. Uh, Ralph, I have a question too. Um, you know, most of us have grown up in seeing the Karate Kid movies and the iconic Miyagi house. What was it like for you to see it recreated in Atlanta? 
Oh, that was, it was fantastic. I mean, that was, they've done such a, a, a great job in, uh, in recreating. I mean, that house has moved a few times, you know, it was initially in their first movie uh, we had, it was an actual location. And then we had to uh, build it on the back of the Columbia Pictures lot. And then um, um, twice. And then uh, the, the uh, Cobra Kai version, which is a sort of hybrid of all of them, with its own little, you know, with its own little uh, unique qualities about it. But it was, you know, I, I, I often talk about that first day shooting on that set in the beginning of season two with, uh, with Tanner, who plays Robbie, doing all the, you know, the chores, that sort of montage sequence at the beginning of the, of the season. And it was kind of oddly, well, it wasn't oddly, but it was certainly emotional for me because so much magic happened back there with Pat and uh and our director john avelson and jerry weintraub and those three uh you know amazingly talented men that created what part of the reason we're all talking right now were no longer with us so i had that sort of nostalgia rush of uh, uh that coupled with the fact that i'm the old guy now which maybe was more <laughs> part of the part of the emotional rush um and it was it was kind of bittersweet and I got a little choked up and went back to the trailer and said, whoa, this is strange. And then I just went out there and we, we went through this. As soon as we got into the scenes, they were those scenes. But when I first walked back there and uh, it was, um, you know, humbly emotional and nostalgic. Yeah. But I love that stuff. Uh, speaking yeah, I... of the nostalgia, I've been wondering for a year and a half now, um, you posted a picture that... Um, of a sign on the outside of Miyagi, Mr. Miyagi's house uh, that said, don't track mud into Miyagi's house. And then someone had written Mr. in by hand. And I've always wondered who wrote that. Does anyone what? remember? I, I, I mean, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm sure it was good. Yeah, I, I thought we, that was... We showed up was... on set. That was, the, that was the very difficult set to, to keep dry. Because yeah, you know, Mr. Miyagi's no. driveway, yeah, it, it, you know, it's real dirt driveway there. You know, we, they recreated it authentically. And the moment it rains, it turned, the first time it rained, it turned into a mud pit that we had to do a lot of trial and error figuring out what the best way of mitigating it was. And I mean, when I say mud pit, I mean, it was up to your ankles. Um, so, you know, there's all these boards that go down and everything. And the last thing you want is just a series of, footprints like there's nine one, million yeah. people have been there before you know the the two people that are in the scene there's one scene, I, uh, josh was directing one scene in season two i think episode oh man i think six you guys would know i think six when uh when larusso says because i was with cobra kai too and yeah, he, six, he brings yeah. the kids that scene was supposed to take outside we wound up shooting it inside when i uh, oh yeah, it's one, one of Hayden's favorite moments when I say I wasn't very proud of that that, that story. That's why I never told it to you, yeah. um, to Samantha. You know the scene that takes place in the dojo, and it was pouring rain outside. It was initially going to take place outside. It was pouring rain. And it was just mud. And every time we we broke, the crew guys would come in and it'd just be sloppy mud. We'd have to clean it up and 
you know, nobody knows. Nobody knows. Umugi there's an unsung perfect. Yeah, there's an unsung position on the on the crew, um, and it's the the set decorator, um, you know, who, who comes in and uh, has to clean the mats in the Cobra Kai dojo and has to schlup the the mats in and out of the Miyagi dojo. And those things are heavy. The Miyagi ones Tommy are mat, just yeah. you know, each mat is probably you know forty pounds, fifty pounds, mm-hmm. and and there's just a lot of work that goes into keeping the set clean when you have that many people. And, you know, most shows, you're not really focused on the floor. But, um, but this show, because you have, you know, karate action and, and it's, it, you, it's story-wise, you're, you're tracking who's taking their shoes off and who's not taking their shoes off when they're walking across these mats, whether they're being respectful or disrespectful. Um, it's just a constant uphill battle to keep these sets clean. Yeah. Uh, the thing the I was going to say, a very interesting thing. I was going to comment on, you know, to Brianna's question, like, I I don't remember who wrote that, but I remember when we saw it, it being, uh, I might have asked, I don't know if I asked Dieter or something, but I, I think it was one of those things where what you find on our set is a real passion for the show and for Karate Kid and a real love, you know, when you're walking around our our, our set, the crew members are all wearing Cobra Kai and Miyagi-Do shirts almost every day. Like people are, are decked out and, and representing. And I think there is this huge amount of respect for Mr. Miyagi and, uh, and Pat Morita uh, that literally everyone working on this show feels. And when, when that sign was up there, I think uh, somebody took it upon themselves to show the proper respect. Uh, in that moment, and it, so it literally could have been anyone. I, I think that that reverence and respect any any I think anyone who were to walk into that building, um, I remember what it felt like when I got the chance to. Um, and thank you, Hayden, for allowing us that. When I walked into that room and saw that picture hanging on the wall, my heart just stopped. I started crying. Go figure. Um, and I wanted to bow to it really, really badly. Um, and then I, I wouldn't walk on the mats because I felt like I didn't belong there. Like that was, <laughs> that was not for me. Yeah. Good I, if the whole crew had, uh, you know, did the same. Sometimes it's, it's, it's a very tough room to move stuff around because you have to avoid the mat. Um, and it's, uh, it's, I don't know. It's a fun, it's a fun set. We're, we're living in, in the movie. I mean, the, the show is, the aftermath of the movie and it's it's uh i remember in, in season one yeah i remember in season one you know you're talking to three guys who wrote this show who you know despite our athletic prowess in front of you um didn't do a hell of a lot of karate growing up and we wrote this whole thing and i remember it was billy i think the first day we shot in the cobra kai dojo he said well i'm walking in from outside like you know i'm not going to walk across that mat with my shoes on and we were like, why not? It's a mat. And he's like, that's a, that's a whole thing. It's a respect thing. So we, we learned in the moment. Um, and it was a great learning experience because it played into the characterization of like when Daniel charges in and he's so hot um, because of, you know, what happens in season two um, and, and they have a confrontation. That's not a stop to take your shoes off moment. Right. Um, and there's other moments, you know, in the series where you have the shoes on the mat and it carries a lot more weight uh, because of that. Well, in this shot that's behind uh, John there, okay, that was the first scene I shot. And, uh, and I never forget, but it was the first, and Billy had shot a few days at this point. And this was, a, you know, it's, it's, it's still to this point, one of my favorite scenes 
I've been involved with in the show. And uh, I remember distinctively <laughs> saying, well, I, I, I can't step on the mat. So right. we have to figure this out. And, and then we were discussing it. It was the first day. So everybody's a little kid glovey. And Hayden was like, okay, so what would, where would you think you would stand? And we were trying, we were doing this cat and mouse kind of, and I knew visually what it you needed. You wanted this. <laughs> but I, I, we needed that. And there was one moment and I'm trying, Billy and I are both talking through it because we both come from that. Okay, how are we going to do this? And I said, well, where do you want me to be? And then he just walks, he goes, right here. Right. <laughs> and slowly but surely, as a good director, between the three of them, they got us closer and my shoes were on and it didn't make, and it was all fine, but we had a, Sort of get there. We do you that. Know, all the time. It actually informs the editing, Ralph, because when you watch the scene, you're not noticing your shoes or where you're anywhere. You're there. Absolutely right. I and know so where it needed to be. Where you're I, I love that moment too. I mean, I'm wearing shoes in that in that scene, and I was like, "Wait a minute! I'm I'm walking on my own mat with the shoes." But there was like, there's Johnny Ingi and Johnny Adagi. Johnny Adagi is going to walk with his shoes and drink a beer on the mat, which is completely. Right. And Johnny, you know, Ingi is going to wear this. I had Miyagi, so. I had Miyagi over my shoulders. <laughs> right, right. But I think the fact that I it was day that, one, it was my day one. The fact that we're stepping on the mat like that, you're in your shoes, I'm in my shoes. It's this is it's it's kind of a cool statement in a way. It's a little like uh, a little look, dirt. Yeah, yeah. Of, the shot the went we never see it again. Well, it's it's yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah. Well, it's symbolic. It's, like it's symbolic point. for for how your rivalry. Uh, sometimes gets into your heads and causes yeah. you to do things that are that you wouldn't typically do because you're all riled up because of each other. So it's it's right there. This, that was the intent from the beginning, I'm sure, right? And a perfect recreation <laughs> of the face-off from the tournament too, which I'm sure was completely that, by accident, that was, right? That yeah, that was definitely oh, that was totally an accident. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the same side. I, I have to um, ask. I don't know if you guys can answer. I'm going to ask it, though. Who went to Okinawa other than Hayden? Did anyone uh, else on this call I, go? I you did? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we're, not allowed to, we're not allowed to talk about anything there. May, may, that was a, you know, who knows? Well, we did announce at Comic-Con. We announced that at San Diego Comic-Con. Comic sure, yeah. sure. No, yeah. but I'm saying in terms of. Uh, you know, uh, characters that were there. Yeah, we can't right. say yeah, Other than that, I, we yeah. knew. You know, you know that homeless lid ends up in... Uh... Oh, Hayden and I were talking out and we had dinner. <laughs> we had dinner there, yeah, exactly. We that knew was all. Daniel no. was going. We didn't know Ralph was going. So that's... It's not a spoiler, but it's a no, big no, it's thing. Okay. How would that happen? Well, maybe Johnny hooked along, maybe. Well, I would watch ooh, Johnny and Daniel oh. stuck on a plane to we Okinawa have, together. I really would. Mm -hmm. A whole season. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a whole season. Uh, what I will say is, uh, you know, the Okinawa experience was, uh, Ralph was, it was a, you know, it has its own, it's its own story. And, and I look forward to talking in detail about it when people get to see the footage and, and, and kind of what went into, you know, to getting it. Because, you know, listen, this was, that's the type of thing you would think, okay, now you're at Netflix and they're, they're going to send you to Okinawa. But this was YouTube, you know, uh, you know, sending us to Okinawa. And we were, you know, it was fun being able to have, you know, add, add some of that um, that scope to the show. So I'm looking forward for people to see it and we can talk about the, the fun stuff with it. Yeah, the, the one thing that I, I just want to add about Okinawa that we've said in the past is, 
you know, uh, all of us growing up watching the movies assumed that Ralph went to Okinawa in the past. And, you know, we learned from him that, you know, they didn't shoot any of it in Okinawa. So with Cobra Kai, we actually did shoot in Okinawa. And uh, it was an amazing element that we were able to bring to the show and actually have that authenticity instead of, uh, you know, filming some of that in Hawaii. But uh, we do shoot some Okinawa stuff in Atlanta. But believe it or not, it's basically the same place, Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, yeah I, can, I can say that. There, there were some times when you're in Okinawa where you're just like, Okay, well, this feels like I'm in Georgia right now. Where I can't, we can't <laughs> the other side of the world. Yeah, it's like there's literally Georgia Tech right here. I gotta. Um, as we get ready to wrap up, got a few questions for everybody. Um, with for for Billy and Ralph, um, the the new generation uh, of your respective dojos. What is it like working with these young cast members and mentoring them um, on the show? There, I mean, it's been a thrill. I mean, they're they're the they're the lifeblood of the show, really, and their their acting's incredible, and uh, it's been it's been phenomenal working with them. And it, I don't know if we're, I'm mentoring them. I think it's just this mutual, like they're they're just total pros. They come ready and they're bringing their goods, and they've created, you know, they built from the script these these living, breathing uh, characters that uh, people are falling in love with, and that's a testament to them. And we're just doing our part, so. It's a thrill. It's, we have a blast, you know, in between takes, we're laughing, goofing around. And then as soon as cameras go, you know, I bark my orders or say this or that. We have our moments and, you know, and some are really emotional and some are funny and some are tough. And uh, all those levels are fun. It's just really great. They're just such pros. And uh, I'm just excited to watch. I mean, these guys, the three of them had this in their mind at the beginning when they pitched it to us. You know, we could talk about the, you know, outside of Johnny and Daniel and that, that forever and and. I mean, they really could. They had this down. The vision that they birthed is is phenomenal and, and phenomenon to me, and I love it. So I love working with them. And um, you know, how about you, Rafi? I totally mentor them. I completely. <laughs> <laughs> They're learning everything oh, they know from you. They, I, I got it from a lump of clay. No, they're it's spectacular. It's I say it all the time, and Billy and I talk about it all the time as well. Um, it's the the way they don't take it for granted, the way they take such, um, every one of them takes such uh, pride in understanding and, and, uh, and uh, with, with the, what they call the privilege of being involved with this project just invigorates me, you know? And I love handing, like if I ever have anything to offer, I gain so much from them in the same way. It's all, it's, it's like when we were talking before about the fans and what you guys do, it's all, we're all collaborating together for this, this, you know, this source material that's all brought us here in a way to continue telling these stories through these characters. Um, I just, I love working with the young actors on the show and the, and the way they care for it. It's, it's, it's uh, one of the highlights. It's awesome. Um, I, love watching, I love watching them. I like, I, it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch the show, but like, I, I love reading their scenes and I love watching them do their scenes. And I love watching the scenes on the show. Like I'm completely engrossed in them. I love these kids. I mean, they're just, yeah. you know, it's they're great. It's, when we yeah. did the movie, I mean, Ralph and I've talked about this, but when we did karate kid, it, you know, we, nobody, we, Ralph was from the outsiders and Pat was from happy days, but it was just kind of, you know, all the rest of us and Lisa was on a Burger King commercial and I was on a milk commercial, you know, and, uh, you know, it wasn't any like big egos or big stars walking around. It was just everybody was just did their part. And John Avildsen found this chemistry that worked. And 
and it and it it's lived this long and in a way this is what uh this happened with the show and the guys found and picked these characters and and this chemistry that just is organic and it's just like uh it's like living it and not acting it you know for everybody and it's and it's a thrill and then the way that the fans have responded and are invested in it feeds that feeds that and so it's really this kind of really neat relationship that's happening that's just so rare and and uh I mean, I mean, it's it's as an artist, you can't it doesn't get any better than this. That's all. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, Brianna, did you want to ask them anything before I ask something to uh, to the big three? Um, yeah, I was just <laughs> let me figure okay? out how to put. It. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm actually <laughs> much better now. I'm over <laughs> social anxiety and podcasting are like really don't fit well together. But um, what? Is like I mean there's a huge difference between the fandom as such as it was in the '80s and fandom now, where back then all we had was your pictures in the magazines and goofy articles like uh, all of Billy's deepest secrets and what did Ralph have for dinner last night and things like that. But now it's like immediate. You guys are there, and if you see something that we've done that you like, you you like it or you retweet it. Um, how the, and I've got actually an autograph from Ralph that I know was a stamp because I got it from Bop magazine and like everybody on the planet has that picture of you with that autograph in the exact same place. Um, I signed all mine personally. Ralph did that stamp thing, but it was Ralph doing the stamps, you know, Bob I have a bad shoulder. Ralph, you got to go with this one, man. Cause you were on every team magazine cover. I was on a few, but you, I got to hear your take on this. So, so what's the what's the question? I can't yeah, just what this. what's the what's the difference in in feel just between the decades and I guess the ages since you're you know now, not that you could tell to look at you, but it's been thirty six years, um, mm-hmm. and just the difference in the the fandom then versus now and the immediacy that we have now. Well, the immediacy. I mean, that's everyone's a paparazzi now. You know, everyone has it's everything's instant. So. Um, I, I enjoy the interaction, as I've mentioned a few times on the, on this podcast. I really enjoy that with with the fans. Where you you had less of that before. It was more just you know if you were spotted or you know went to a mall on a Saturday in the mid '80s, probably you know like the best thing to do. But uh, it's it's I there are certain things I didn't mind about the disconnect. But as I get older and, and realize how rare it is to have what I have and what we have with this project, I sort of embrace the opportunity to uh, interact more. And the fact that I can is really nice and, and rewarding. And like mentioning earlier, seeing it handed down to the generations and them respect it is... Uh, is a great thing in a world that doesn't often offer that. Certainly not lately. Right. Um, John, Josh, and Hayden, do you guys have anything else that uh, you would like to clarify or put out um, with the release of the, the Netflix deal and, and all that before we uh, sign out? No, I, I think, I mean, we're just happy that the news is out there now. We're happy that uh, we think that this is an amazing uh, moment in time for our show. Uh, you know, as, as you all know, we all live and breathe this show and have a, a real passion for it. And uh, we love this fandom. And just the fact that we know 
there are going to be so many more people who get to watch the work uh, that we all put there, that we all put together. You know, Ralph and Billy and the rest of the cast are so amazing on the show. And, you know, for us, I'll just say, you know, we we've been frustrated at times that there that, you know, not as many, not enough people have seen these amazing performances from uh, these actors. And uh, we know that, you know, sometime very soon, uh, you know, uh, a lot more people are going to get to see the work uh, that Ralph and Billy and this cast has put in. And uh, uh, we're excited uh, for all of all, all of you guys and the rest of the, the OG Cobras, the original fans of this show to be along the ride with us because this is new for all of us and uh, we can't wait for uh, to see how this all unfolds going forward. Yeah, I mean, you guys are the OGs and, you know, the most exciting thing for us is to 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 build more OGs, build, build more diehard fans. You know, we... We want everybody in the, you know, the fan community for this show to feel the affinity, to feel the, the level of connection that you guys feel with this show. And uh, we're really excited to, to build you know, upon the, the amazing, passionate audience we have and welcome all these new fans into the fold. So it's not the, hey, we were here before and, and you're just catching up now. Uh, we really want to feel like everybody is, you know, is really feeling the feels together um, as we take these next steps. And uh, I think uh, I think we're going to do that. Yeah, I just yeah. wanted to say I, we also, you know, really totally understand that and fans wanting to see season three and um, just, you know, the, the questions about when it's coming out and everything. And, you know, the, the thing that we can say is that all of this happened, you know, any any delays that were there happened for a very good reason. Um, and it's going to allow for the show to continue on um, and continue on in a big way. And, you know, if you're somebody who's a, a YouTuber or, or you've got a podcast like Peter, I mean, it's it's like the Olympics is coming to town. So get your, you know, your business ready and <laughs> get, every, get everything going, because there, there should be a like Josh said, a, a even bigger shared experience. And I would also just say, you know, when the show comes out, now is the time to tell your friends, okay? Not that you haven't already, but now they don't have to go, you know, sign on to a subscription service that, you know, that costs, you know, 10 bucks or, or whatever. Now is, is the time to kind of tell people about it when the show comes out. Um, you know, we're excited that everybody's gonna see it, but hey, why not all of us you know, celebrate it. It's gonna be fun to see it with the different logo at the beginning. And it's just, it's it's gonna be, I'd encourage everybody to watch it on Netflix. You know, people, um, you know, the more the more people that watch the show and watch it all the way through, it's the the better it does at Netflix, the, the longer the show goes, that's really what we want. And uh, we're hoping that, you know, there's just a big swarm of activity the week that it comes out. All right. My uh, final question that's... is for all okay. all five of you, and it kind of it's it, it kind of along those same lines. Um, we've watched the last two years as Hito and Janelle have been nominated for Emmys, and then nothing is done to promote the fact that they're in the running. We've seen Sholo nominated for a Teen Choice Award, and then nothing was done to promote the fact that he was you know nominated. Um, I don't. Are you guys going to miss Emmy season this year potentially? But 
How are you feeling about thinking that you may actually have the marketing machine behind you to get your name out there for writing, for cinematography, for acting? Hello, Billy um, mm-hmm. and, and Ralph, both of you. But I mean, yeah. to have that behind you and know that's coming. Um, it's really it's feel? really exciting because, you know, we you know, we're all in the, in the television academy, which means that we receive screeners and marketing packages for every single show that's on the air that year and when i say i mean like the the amount of stuff that you get for the the platforms that you know that have the money to spend on their show and when you're talking about the mrs mazels of the world you know you're getting posters and you're getting boxes that are beautiful and, and you oh, can yeah. use them later to put put stuff in you and, you know, because, because we've been you know uh, the, at the platform we're at the the, the budget just unfortunately wasn't there the budget went all the way into the show there, there wasn't that that extra you know to do that and we're lucky that we you know we we had the b-side of a of a dvd that somebody saw and, and somebody you know in the stunt you know division at least recognized the amazing work that was being done there but you're right i mean there's 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 work that was done on the show that certainly deserved uh to be nominated from i mean set design i mean the building what uh, what Ryan has uh, has recreated in Atlanta, um, you know, re- remaking, you know, the valley in Atlanta, and as Hayden, you know, you know, hinted at, you know, some of Okinawa as well, but molding uh, uh, the, the cinematography, acting. it's like the most oh, beautiful thirty five minutes of television I've ever mm-hmm. seen between yeah. the mountain Sometimes and the junkyard. It's just, it's, <laughs> beautiful. It's, it's it's the money. It's the it's the marketing uh, money, but it's also the you know knowing how to how to game the system and, and work the system to to your slight advantage during uh that time of year when when people are are gathering up their armies to go after those statues and, and you know netflix is one of the the platforms that does it very very well um so you know i we're we're encouraged that we you know we might have a uh more exposure in that uh that time of year that was a fantastic a... answer <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Looking very forward to season three. I think I can speak for um, the fandom. You know, we definitely waiting and we're anxious and excited uh, well, now, all together. Now that you know Netflix is officially on board, you know we we we're starting our discussions with them, and there's just going to now be a, a proper release of information. And you know, like we said, the social media handles are going to become active again, and the lights in the factory are going to come on. And so, you know, things like release dates and the information that everybody wants to know are going to be revealed, you know, in, in the right way, in a coordinated uh, uh, way with, with Netflix. So, so keep, keep posted and, you know, hopefully it's, it's going to. Oh, we will. Not be a mm-hmm. close yeah. right. Well, thank you. Thank you guys so much uh, for having us on. And uh, we're, we're looking forward to more Cobra, Cobra Kai Companion going forward as well. And don't awesome. Uh, awesome. don't confuse yeah. my my silence on social media for anything other than uh, pure love for you guys and everything you do and and I'm listening even if I'm not talking. And you're absolutely real. You're a real human being and <laughs> not exist. an AI. <laughs> I exist. This plaque behind me is not really behind me right now, but I do exist. Yes. <laughs> and weeks so... could be fourteen days or fourteen decades <laughs> or fifty-two. Yeah, you know, yeah. there's fifty-two yeah. to choose from. So. Yeah. Not bad. Uh, so we can uh, end, end the end the stream, the end the live stream, and then we'll just wrap up, um, you know, a, a behind camera or whatever, uh, formally. Sounds great. So we would. Yeah, I, I'm going to say thank you. thank you to you guys. It's 
totally insignificant because, uh, uh, the, yeah, this whole day just completely blew my mind. So it's oh, it's a great day. It's Thank you guys. It is a great day. Here we did it. Everyone. We did. Everybody did. wave You're goodbye. The You're the man. Yes. Um, <laughs> Everybody wave goodbye. We're gonna go ahead and end it now. So bye right. guys. Thank bye you. Bye guys. And that concludes the live stream with John, Josh, and Hayden, and also uh, with a uh, cameo from Ralph and Billy. A super long cameo. It's like 45 minutes they were there. Yeah, I I, I wasn't keeping track. I, I thought it was well-paced. I think, um, I mean, I had fun. Uh, honestly, again, I was on my phone, so I didn't get a chance to look at everybody's faces the whole time. But I do plan on going back and watching the video at some point. Billy looked a little offended when I talked about the posters. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> so, you guys, the video is worth checking out. I mean, it, if anything, it is, you know, it's great to see TB3 because, you know, you don't see them um, really. It's, you know, the cast members that you guys see publicity stills of. So, it was nice to see those guys uh, and also Billy and Ralph, as always. I think that when it comes to, like, the, the fangirl levels of who I had the most difficulty interacting with without becoming a blubbering, insane mess. Um, Ralph, obviously, top of the heap. Billy right behind him. And then John. I really didn't know that I was going to be able to talk to him. <laughs> you did great. You did awesome. Um, I'm proud of me. Yeah, I, I, hey, I cried for three you. hours. <laughs> but I can attest to I, that, too. I might have yeah. been there for most of that at that three. Um, yep. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun, you guys. Uh, don't know if and when um, any of them will be able to make a return, you know, with the, the, all the Netflix stuff. And, and then once season three uh, gets into, you know, promotional stages and et cetera. I don't know. I don't know what the process is. But um, I would love for any of them uh, really to return at some point to talk about season three afterwards, the release of there or, or to even promote it beforehand. Uh, but we'll see. I really do appreciate it. You know, that I, I got to, you know, get a chance to tell Billy like, Hey, you said that you'd come on and you know, you, you, you came on. So I really appreciated them for, for doing that. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Odds of them listening. I don't know, but <laughs> it, also them remembering the name of the show. You. How about that? <laughs> that yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, Billy is the Billy kind of, um, the the companion. The podcast is <laughs> like one of our taglines now, and we got that from him. I and on accident, but it's <laughs> it's a thing. So yeah, it really is. Um, so we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, one thing I haven't done in a while is uh, read some um, reviews. Uh, well, one, actually. We got one new review um, since 2020. So that's amazing. And you guys, it, it, you know, the more you, you can rate us, you know, one through five stars, preferably five if you really like us. But leave a review, too. Tell us what you like about the show and thoughts and maybe just something for other people that are scrolling by. If you say something that you like about the show, maybe they'll check it out too. So it really does help out. Um, but this is from Dave Xmas. Uh, the subject is Cobra Kai Never Dies, five stars from February. Uh, love this podcast. It's super informative, funny, and entertaining all at the same time. It's nice to see that my favorite show is getting the treatment it deserves. I especially like all of the interviews with cast members and crew alike. I sincerely look forward to many more shows, especially as season three approaches. 
Keep up the great work. And on a side note, check out Peter's other podcast, Podstalgic. It's awesome as well. Smiley face. Uh, thanks, Dave. Really appreciate that. I have a feeling I know who this is. He's, I think he's in both my Podstalgic and the companion group. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So really appreciate that. Um, also on the topic of appreciation, uh, again, you know, the big three, um, we can't thank you guys enough. Uh, Ralph and Billy, thank you guys for coming on the show. But thanks to our listeners, you know, the people, the, the, the fellow companions, uh, we really felt your love, um, you know, while we were on the call, uh, afterwards on social media. So many of you tweeted at us, uh, DM'd us on Twitter, Instagram, uh, put us in your stories, tagged us on Facebook, all these amazing screenshots with us and the five of them. Um, it was really humbling to see that, that, yeah, you guys were sharing like a, a, a thing about a show you love and the actors you love and the creators who made this, the show. But to be a part of that, you know, the in, inclusion of that, it's, it's really, it means a lot. You're going to make me cry again. And I just stopped. <laughs> oh, sorry. All right. Well, we'll, we'll go ahead and end it right there for those that are newer to the show, maybe, and that are not following you. Where can they check out some of your amazing artwork? Um, I am on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Facebook, archive of our own fanfiction.net and YouTube. And I am Brianna25 everywhere you look. Awesome, awesome. Um, well, I'm going to pimp out Podstagic because it's come up um, a couple times already because of this review. Uh, I feel that the Karate Kid fandom share the same fans of another fandom, um, that of Back to the Future. On my show, Podstalgic, um, Back to the Future is actually turning 35 very, very soon. July 3rd, that is. So if you are listening to this after July, you know what? I don't know when it's coming out. It's going to come out around that anniversary, but I will be doing a big anniversary review of Back to the Future on Podstalgic. I'm going to have, I think, three, four. It's gonna be, there's going to be five of us total. And uh, we're not necessarily going to break it down companion style, but we're going to have some like huge fans. Um, these guys I know through podcasting and we've all collaborated and I just handpicked some of the, the biggest fans and we're going to have my co-host who, you know, he, he, he really likes those movies. I told him to watch the movie, write anything down that he questions and any thoughts that he has. And we're going to go over those. I think it's going to be a lot of fun, something different. But um, you can find me on Twitter at Cobra Kai Pod and on Instagram at Cobra Kai Podcast. So uh, thank you guys so much for all of the support, all of the love. Uh, season three is coming. And once we find out, we'll, we'll talk about it. So till the next episode, see you guys next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Court and Parts Podcast Network. To listen to more Court and Parts shows, visit courtemparts.com.